Coming up on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, we give you a little bit of an update on the Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg visits. It's going extremely well. From what I understand, we tell you where to find rumors. We, Like I said, we don't play the telephone game here, but if you're interested in the telephone game, we'll tell you the probably the best one um, to follow. So we'll do that. We will talk a little bit about um, Jordan Lockhart's commitment. 2024 out of California, that's a pretty big get. And, of course, we will um, talk a little bit about last night. I kept calling Walker Kessler, Walker Howard in the postgame pod, and I did that. But anyway, this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast. Thanks for making the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today's um, show is brought to you by, let me look at that. I should have had that up by now, but I didn't because that's just kind of what you do from time to time. So the Lockdown Ole Miss podcast is brought to you today by, wait for it, Sonos. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with Sonos Art, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com for more information. So we should have a lot of good stuff to talk about today, but we're going to start off with the official visit that is still going on, um, that is going to end sometime this morning of Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. Now, I'm going to give you my opinion of what is going on. I am not calling anything. I'm not reporting a single thing, but this is my opinion because this show is about commentary and perspectives, and that's what we need to bring to the forefront. Um, Jackson Dart's mom went with him to Oklahoma. Jackson Dart's mom, dad, and high school football coach went with him to Ole Miss. That tells me one thing. Ole Miss was a confirmation trip. They want opinions. It was out in the middle of nowhere, an SEC program, all of the stuff going on. This is a confirmation trip from the football, from the relationships, to the fact that he could do whatever he wanted to do. That's the reason all of these people are in, and they all have probably assigned things inside the visit for them to find out. If they do, he's probably going to end up at Ole Miss. That's what I mean by this is a confirmation trip. Now, I'm not calling him to Ole Miss. I'm not saying he's going to go to Ole Miss. I'm not saying any of that. But my opinion with them, all of them coming on board and knowing how this process works, I've been through hundreds of these official visits. Um, I expect him and Michael Trigg to end up at Ole Miss. Now, Oklahoma is on their periphery. Um, but they have the disadvantage of not having the family circle in there. Now, one caveat, this is the transfer portal. This is not recruiting. Um, so it could be completely haywire and weird. I understand that. I get that completely. But the fact that you expand this circle for this visit, this singular visit, That is a pretty big deal, and that says a lot of good things um, about Ole Miss. Now, what would these two committing to Ole Miss do to Ole Miss? Now, I like Luke Altmaier. I've 
I have not shied away from that. I am a pretty big Luke Altmaier fan. Jackson Dart, though, if he got the job and won the job from Luke Altmaier, because there's no guarantee of him coming in and winning the job, but he's in a position to win the job. And the reason is, once you get to about game six, he has a full year under center. With Luke Altmaier, he has six games under center. So he's got six games worth of experience in the league, and you, you have an extremely uber-talented guy. I expect him to do quite well um, should he decide to come, and Michael Trigg as well. I think Michael Trigg in this offense is scary good. I haven't really talked about that enough, but it's pretty scary good at this point, and I can see him being used a lot like Harrison Bryant was at FAU, the former Mackey Award winner um, with Charlie Weiss Jr. and Lane Kiffin. They did that in that offense. Michael Trigg would provide a similar thing. To go along with the other slot receiver, there's other players like Jalen Knox is in there. Um, I think Jordan Watkins might potentially play in there. Um, on the outside, you have Braylon Brown, who I'm completely expecting to blow up next year. You've got J.J. Henry, who could play inside, who could play outside. Um, and you have other transfers that are going to come in at the wide receiver position. We will talk about one in the second segment. Um, Javon Baker from Alabama. Tell you what's going on with him as well. And... The pieces are in place because let's not forget about Zach Evans behind him. That's a former five-star, close to maybe number one running back in the country, sitting right behind him. Michael Trigg at tight end. Those receivers on the outside. This offense has a chance to reload, honestly, and maybe even be better than it was last year if all of these pieces hit. Because if you want to play the game on paper, and you want to do potential, um, this offense has the chance to be more special than it was last year. Now, here's the question. Is Jalen Knox another Elijah Moore? Can he do that? He's the prohibitive favorite to start in that position. And can he do the stuff that Elijah Moore did? Or is he more of a Dontario Drummond type? We all know that these offense, this offense revolves around the slot receiver and the tight end and them working off of each other. Deep balls and shot plays are reserved for the outside, and you've got those big running backs in front that's going to keep those safeties honest and honestly keep them um, from being able to expand too much to cover the deep ball because they have to squeeze the line of scrimmage. You're going to see a lot of eight-man fronts um, going against this offensive attack. And I, I, I don't know. But if all of these things click, and it clicks early, this offense has a chance to be more special than it was last year if Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg choose to cho choose Ole Miss as their school of choice. We are no longer talking about a 7-5 and five Ole Miss team. And like I said, I like Luke, but Luke has to learn how to play the position. In the first six games, you got a nice little run, but the last six, there's a little bit of a bear that you have to face. That wouldn't necessarily be a thing with those two. And let's not forget about Hudson Wolf. Let's not forget about Casey Kelly. Um, Casey Kelly as a third tight end is fantastic. I don't know if I would take Casey Kelly 
as a starting tight end. He's your one. That's a problem. And, and you saw the production from the tight end position go way down last year. And you saw teams being able to defend Ole Miss a lot more easily than they could the year before. That's because there was Kenny Oboe and there's Elijah Moore causing all kinds of problems in the middle of the field. I mean, that's something you have, you have to deal with. Michael Trigg comes in, Jalen Knox, if he can do it, um, provides the middle of the field. And then you look on the outside of what's going on, <clears throat> whether it's somebody like Javon Baker from Alabama, if it's somebody like Deion Smith, uh, that can open up the outside receiver. I fully expect Braylon Brown to be one of the dudes. Now, don't forget about Jonathan Mingo. He's back. Everybody forgets about Jonathan Mingo because everybody exited. But he is back. So you're looking at Braylon Brown maybe and Jonathan Mingo on the outside with the inside. You have a chance for this offense to be quite dangerous. Now, I do not know about the offensive line at this point. But it is important to remember the transfer portal does not stop. It's got until June 30th for Ole Miss to get a transfer. Say that again. We got until June 30th for Ole Miss to get a transfer. and Well, a transfer from out of the conference. I think the SEC has a rule that it has to be done by signing day. But if an SEC player comes into the portal and comes in, by signing day, you have a chance to get them as well. So there's a lot of four stars that have been added by the portal. And if you add Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg to the list to go whatever, you're talking about the addition of seven or eight four stars in the portal to go with your recruiting class. Now, the important thing to remember is, and when talking about this, is the players you processed out. There's some good players in there, but they probably don't fit what you're doing. So this 32, they're taking advantage. We told you from the beginning that Ole Miss was going to sign 32. They were going to do that because that allows you to turn over nearly half of the roster, half of the scholarships at one time. So they turn all these players over and the talent is significantly upgrade. You have a signal caller in Jackson Dart should he choose to come. You have a tight end to go with Hudson Wolf. That depth in that room is in shape. Rod receivers are in shape. The running back room. Zach Evans, Kentrell Bullock, and Quinshawn Judkins. Um, I'm very excited about that group. I want to see what goes on with them. And you can kind of see what the offensive side of the ball is going to develop into. I probably think they need to um, get an offensive lineman or two in the free agency period between now and the end of June. But... That's more for depth than anything else because everybody else besides Orlando Amana is back. I mean, you can make it work. And you have a spring, you have a fall, bigger, faster, stronger, all of that stuff. It, you know, they say it because it's true. But you have a chance to do something and be available and be quite special. So, the word I'm getting, um, like I said, go to arm3.com, omspirit.com um, if you are into the telephone game and the playing the rumors. But the official visits, from what I hear, are going very, very well. And, and it kind of jives with my opinion that I told you in the beginning of this, that 
this was a confirmation trip for those two. They had a good idea this is where they wanted to be, but they just wanted to see it and they wanted other perspectives um, to go in. It was one of those things where I, you know, the visit was the important part. Uh, and Ole Miss just didn't need to screw up the visit. And I, I, I doesn't sound like they are. Um, I'm looking forward to the pictures posting up on social media um, of them in an Ole Miss uniform. Which one do they pick? Are they in the red? Are they in the navy blue? Are they in the powder? Are they got the white helmet? How are they doing? I'm looking forward to seeing what that will look like. But it could be a lot of fun um, in the near future. And it could be a big turn for the record. It's the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good. You'll actually want to eat it, unlike other protein bars that can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. So by week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Here's an idea for the new year. Go to all your secret stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving a snack or snack or treat, you can reach for something that's healthy and tastes incredible. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built Bar. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Um, Hit the bell. Subscribe. Um, You'll not only know that we're posting a video, but you'll know what that video is about. So if you could do that for me, it would be fantastic. We've had massive growth in the last couple of weeks. I do appreciate that. And our video views are going up, up, up. So thank you very much for that. We talked the first segment about the visits that are on campus. Now let's talk about the visit that is delayed a little bit by the winter storm. And that is um, Javon Baker, Alabama commit. He's got seven catches at Alabama. He's there two years. And he might... This is the thing y'all need to know about Alabama. Yes, Alabama has four and five stars everywhere. And every star you have means it is less like you can adapt to other systems more easily. So if you're a five star, yes, you can bounce around. But if you're a four star or a three star, each one you have, whichever you are, depends on how well you can adapt to the scheme that's in front of you. you you're, you're more of a system player the lower the star rating that you are. It's just what it is. I mean, a three-star player could be an all-pro NFL player for 15 years, 
but it is imperative for that guy to get to the right system and do what needs to be done. A player in that system probably would not be able to move over in the Sarkeesian system or the Mike Leach system. The system means everything, especially with these younger guys <coughs> moving in. And Javon Handy, I think, was he was, <clears throat> he was a Sarkeesian guy. Recruited by Sark, and then Bill O'Brien came in, and there was a little bit of a problem. Now, Jamison Williams came in. And now, whenever people talk about, you'll hear this in a little bit, of taking the hand-me-downs of another school. Well, Alabama took Jamison Williams, who couldn't get on the field at Ohio State, and he was simply the best receiver in the country. It all depends on what seasons come, or which system you're going into. Jamison Williams fit Bill O'Brien. Between him and John Mechie, they worked all year. But a lot of the other Alabama players did not fit. Did not fit. So you have a Alabama team that is lucky they're not 9-3. and three. Not because they're not uber talented. <clears throat> and they beat you down from time to time. Um, from over-physicality, because they're such, you know, five-star, high-rated players. But this wasn't the team from last year. Understand that. They struggled mightily all year. They struggled with Arkansas. They struggled with Auburn. They ended up losing the national championship game. It it was there. If you looked at what was actually happening, it didn't match their narrative. So, Whenever a guy like Javon Baker only has five catches for the year, I'm not overly concerned by it. Because system means everything. Now, he's a low four-star guy. I think Rivals had him near the Rivals 100, but most of them had him in the mid, mid to low 200s. And he was, you know, a fringe four-star player. And that means system matters. So, take that into account. Now, Javon Baker visited um, Florida. And by all accounts, that visit went pretty well. Uh, And in doing so, you know, he's going to visit Oxford. He's going to like it. They're going to put the full court press. Most visits go well. Some go horrible. Some go, most go well. But I expect them to put their best foot forward. And Ole Miss's last day for drop ads, January 31st. Classes start tomorrow. Oklahoma's last day to add without teacher's consent is October 21st. So they can do it, but it's probably going to be difficult to do it. So I'm I'm expecting a fairly quick turnaround on this. And that'll affect um, Javon Javon Baker as well. Now, also, Isaiah Noor um, visited Tennessee this weekend. The uh, Locked On Tennessee site did an interview with him where he reaffirmed that he was committed to Tennessee, but then said, I have a lot of um, thinking to do and a decision to make when I get back home. That's not the line of somebody that is committed. So Ole Miss, I think, is in better shape than we think in this situation. And just pay attention to what's going on with Isaiah Noor. And, of course, in 
until signing day and beyond. Keep an eye on the transfer portal. And, you know, we're not going to play the telephone game, but that doesn't mean, like, if there's something worth talking about, we're going to talk about it. Those two visiting on campus, they were worth talking about. So, we talked about it. But that is a busy recruiting weekend at Ole Miss. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy betting year. As we continue our march to playoffs and beyond, BetOnline remains the number one spot for all all the best sports wagering for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right. Um, if you listen to our debut post game pod, we gave you the breakdown of what happened last night. Auburn, uh, I think an 80 to 71 victor over Ole Miss. Um, they were able to do it, and they were um, able to do it because of Walker Kessler. I called him Walker Howard um, repeatedly during that video, and I apologize for that. But his name's Walker Kessler, and he's a seven foot one guy, a seven foot six wingspan. Absolutely dominated the middle part of the second half of that game. Allowed Auburn to get back in. They got confidence. Ole Miss, they're a little bit of an emotionally fragile team. And it, that's a part of youth. That that comes of it. Whenever things are going well at the beginning of the game, they hit their first shot and everything's going well. They can front run for a little bit. And they did last night for about 17 minutes. Got up to a 13-point lead. If Ole Miss could have killed a 10-point lead into halftime, it would be a different story. But at the end of the half, they kind of wilted a little bit, and Auburn was able to cut it to six. Those points, that seven points, that's not the difference in Ole Miss winning the game, but that that is the difference between it being a two-point last possession game if the second half went exactly like the first half. It's a big, I'm a big proponent of play the next play. If you let things linger, if you're allowed to get into your own head, it's only going to affect confidence. It's only going to affect performance. And because of that, and because I say confidence is everything in sports, that is a major issue with Ole Miss basketball. Even with people like Nasir Brooks and everybody, all the senior leadership that's going on with this team, the lack of confidence and the confidence lapses are the biggest problem right now. Now, if you haven't, um, download the Ravon Sports app from the App Store because starting Tuesday, I'm going to host um, basically a virtual watch party in the chat. So you can watch the game and comment. The app has stats, lineups, um, and a play-by-play as well all of which you can comment on, all of which you can like and all that, but it also has a chat for um, watching the game. So we're going to have that. We'll have Missouri people in there as well, so you can have the full sports bar experience from your living room with the Rave on Sports app. Um, Looking forward to do this. It's my first time to do something like this. 
um, real interesting to see what it look, looks like. Now, one of the things we're looking at doing potentially down the road is we're going to work and get a pop-out <clears throat> of that app, put the chat in the window and do a, do a watch party, you know, real similar to what's going on. We'll all watch the game together. So um, that's something we're looking at. But again, we have a ton of surprises en route and on the way around um, this channel. So this has been the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. But anyway, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Please subscribe. Please hit the bell. You'll not only know that we're posting a video, you'll know what that video is about, and that will help you out. YouTube's notification system is really, really good. So we're going to keep going on these visits, and we're going to learn... Um, we're going to talk about Javon Baker tomorrow. We're going to wrap up the Jackson Dart, Michael Trigg visits tomorrow. Um, we're going to have a good time, and we're going to, you know, get ready for Missouri um, on um, tomorrow night. So now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop, shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I do want to thank everybody for tuning in. And um, man, this is just this is just a ton of fun. Thank you for all the subscribes, all the views. We'll just continue to grow that and make this a lot of fun. Thank you very much. And of course, hotty toddy.